When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One day that song will not make me cry, but today is not that. It's not that day. day. Thank you, Eli Braden. Thank you, thank you. And I don't know if I feel emotional because of the song or because of our guest. Could it be both? I think it's a combination. I think you're right. I think it's a double. I haven't, like, I mean, we're not in person, but I haven't interacted with this man in person in a room for low, almost... 20 years 19 years we'll talk about it give the introduction she does the introductions the best though do i, I think you do. I, do I love your i just wanted to hear you say that no i can't wait till you speak at my funeral uh, i i can't i've already written it it's okay, cool. great okay our next guest who is here with us did a voice in the b movie i mean so that says it all right there i mean that should be it but he's a touring comic, one of the best. He has special on Netflix. You've seen him. It's Tom Pop, everybody. He's also, before everyone claps, a professional bread maker. And host of a morning show. And go on. Go on, Danny. Tom and Fortune. Nice to see you, cats. <laughs> oh, Tom Papa, man. Thank you Tom so Papa, much. Tom Papa, thank you so here. much. I had to mention the B movie first because my nephew is obsessed with it. And I watched it for the first time <laughs> over Christmas a few years back. And we watched it a million times. Yeah. It was one of the most enjoyable movies. <laughs> it's funny how that also caught on with like my kids are teenagers and all their friends got turned on. So because we became all these memes and they were all like kind of enjoying it and laughing at it that like this bee was having a relationship <laughs> with a human woman. <laughs> it was like, was that just Jerry Seinfeld trying to hook up with Renee Zellweger? In his own way? <laughs> right, exactly. I did like, I, 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 if I remember, I went down a, um, a, a Jiminy Glick hole on, on, uh, on, on YouTube and um, his interview with Jerry on the B movie was, it was very fun. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. We'll put a link yeah, to that yeah, guy. Yeah. I definitely want to see that. I'm a Jimmy yeah. Glick fan too. Um, so Tom Papa, tell us what you've been up to, man, besides being the number one bread maker in Hollywood. Yeah. I've been uh I've been touring. I, my tour started. So I'm like been in some uh some theaters for the first time in in a while. I did Vegas and I just got back from Spokane and Idaho. Because I like to go to the COVID hotspots to start. Right. That's amazing. Or Texas and Florida are <laughs> next. Yeah, Florida's a, coming up. And then a couple of carnival cruises, right? You're doing some cruises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's been, uh, but it feels so good. It's so exciting just to be out there again. And the bar has been really lowered of like what good comedy is. Like oh, maybe that's why I did so well when I Sacramento with Virgin. Yeah, it's not. It's just they're they're just excited to be out. <laughs> Your special, Tom, the last one you put out. Honestly, it was one of my favorite of the year, and I, I we've talked about it here on the on, yes. on the pod before. But it's just, man, it's just such. It's just a such a strong hour, man. It's like oh, thank you. I yeah. just I, it was really one of my favorite that came out that year. So. Bravo on you for that. Thank you very much. Are you working? Is this tour like the next hour basically that you're going to put out? Yeah. Okay. Yep. It'll, uh, you know, things will come in and out of it as I go along, but I'll probably shoot in um, probably like the beginning of next year okay. after, after it's been rolling for a while. 
Now, um, did, did you find like during the lockdown, were you doing the virtual comedy shows? I did a couple. I did a, uh, I did like some corporate gigs, oh, I did but, one. but I wasn't that, um, and they went well, it was okay, but it wasn't, uh, I didn't love it to like, you know, some people were very active just doing any shows they could get. And I, I wasn't, was, you were doing that. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did an inexcusable amount of Zoom comedy show. <laughs> well, I just, it, it helped you keep your sanity. Yeah. Like it was yeah. at least something, you know, but after a while yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm a 43 year old webcam girl. That's, that's what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> yeah. It was, I did, I, the thing that the last one I did, there was no audio. Like I couldn't hear that happened. anything. So that was the one where I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out. I can't, I gotta, I need one laugh. I don't need a lot. I just need to hear one person. And they were like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do this anymore. <laughs> of, of the millions that I did, that was the worst thing I heard was this one at the very beginning, they go, okay, so we want everyone to mute themselves so that the comedian can have, you know, <laughs> everything. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I don't, I would rather hear people screaming at their children in the background versus yeah. absolute fucking silence. <laughs> yeah, I hear silence all day in my head. I don't yeah. need it now and I'm putting it in front of faces. Yeah, it got weird. But I was, I, I, I snuck out starting like last, starting like July of 2020. I picked cities that kind of had it together and where it was clubs where I knew the owners were going to be somewhat responsible. Right. So, so I like strung together like Salt Lake City and Portland and Phoenix and Cleveland. And then uh, and then I had one final one in Cleveland on my way back. I ran into a plane filled with the first Trump demonstration, the one that was like right after the Olympic, uh, right after the election, like in, oh, wow. in like November 15th or something. And they all poured onto the plane. I was so proud of myself that I had taken every COVID precaution. I was touring, but doing it smart and all the rest of it. Yeah. And, this was, and then I got on that plane and it connected in D.C. And just hordes of them came on with no masks, screaming about the Civil War. <laughs> and, and a brain damaged man sat next to me. And... Uh, that's when I shut it all down. I was like, I I have to go inside for a while. This is this is too risky. Yeah, you're like, can I zip myself up in a body bag for this flight? Would he was literally. <laughs> he yelled at the people behind him, this little eighty year old couple, because they pointed out that he didn't have a mask. And he's just like, I'm gonna. Uh, what do he say when when we get on the ground? That woman's gonna get it. Yeah. And I was like look they're just 80 they they just don't want to get they don't want to get sick and he had like street person crazy, crazy energy, energy and he yeah. just just turned to me, to me and he said and he said we're all gonna get sick get used to it i was like oh, oh my god yeah, and then he went like then he went under a blanket put a blanket over himself and i'm just like freaking out i'm like i don't want to get covid I've got this maniac next to me are we going to be fighting in the middle of the flight and he went under the blanket and I think he masturbated for a good while and then went to sleep. I just saw the blanket going like up and down. You know, and honestly, that's the most normal thing you've said that that guy did. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and I was so happy he was under the blanket. I was fine. Yeah, it is really hard. It's, it's hard for me to sleep on planes. And <laughs> so I think anything you can do. Um, do you guys keep in touch, by the way? Have you did you trade numbers? Or? <laughs> yeah, he uh, we met we met on the sixth when we, we yeah. booked the same flight back. By the yeah. way, I need my fur cape back and the <laughs> yeah. antlers that you wore. I need I need those back. Your face paint. Oh, yeah. that was Holy really shit. that was really frightening. We only I, mean, I, oh, I was, I was going to say that's terrifying. Like my first the first flight that I was on was going to Sacramento just a few weeks ago yeah. to do those shows. I hadn't been on a plane since Danny and I were in DC at the DC Improv in March, 2020. Wow. And like, that was the last, <laughs> so this one, the whole time I'm like, this is, yeah. yeah. If I may interject also, I flew next <laughs> to Hope Hicks on the way out there. I was like, this, this really nasty looking, like mean to the, to the stewardess. And I was sitting there, I was like, 
God damn it, this bitch looks like Hope Hicks. And it, it's got to be Hope Hicks. And we get there, and of course it's Hope Hicks, who eventually brought COVID to the White House. Oh, my God. I know. I hope that you threw a blanket over you and masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make eye contact while I did it. So I, I want you know, staring down. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> don't break eye contact, Hope. Don't break don't eye contact. Do it. Look at me. Look at me. So okay. creepy. Oh, yeah. but I was like, like being on a, you've flown a lot now. So I have. I've done a lot of flights. I don't the flights have not been bad, like despite all of the, you know, really salacious reports of men punching flight attendants in the face. Yeah, I've been I have Women do it, too. Don't be sexist. Women, women do it, too, yeah. but not as strong. That's and fair <laughs> and they uh, want equality. I, everyone's been kind of mellow. I haven't found like people have kind of been following the rules and it seemed OK. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I, I have a question. Like, I was curious because when you know, I, I, how did the how did the show with Fortune come about? Like, how did that how did that thing start for you? I was like, because that was like that was a real pandemic find for me. Like, I was in a how when did it start? Like, I really started listening to it though, d- like right before the pandemic. Like, it, I guess I started listening to it maybe in yeah, because I was I, I, you guys were in studio together. But it was yeah. just shortly before. But when did that? What's the story? How did you guys come together? Had you toured a lot with her? No, um, uh, we started it in July of the before times. July, uh, yeah. And Netflix had come to me and asked. They said they were going to start their first uh, radio show, and um, they wanted someone who you know knew all the comedians and was kind of in touch and whatever. And they thought I would be a good fit. And they asked who I would want as a uh, co-host. And um, I was like, well, I, you know, I don't want it to be my voice. I don't, we, you know, we should have some balance to it. And they threw some names. They gave me a list and Fortunes was one of the people on that list. And it just reminded me, we didn't really know each other that well. Like we uh, would run into each other at, clubs and stuff but every time i saw her you know some people you're funny with some yeah. people some people are funny and you get with them and it just something for some reason it just doesn't work yes. but with her i always got a good energy and we were funny together and i was like oh i could talk to her a hundred percent it's so, really funny because you said like i didn't want somebody who had my voice and i just want to say mission accomplished sir i mean i think what i love about those two like on the spectrum of comedy like you guys seem like very you have you couldn't be further. I mean, really, you have, but it complements each other. You complement each other so well, and you fill in knowledge gaps on each other that makes it yeah. so kind of fascinating for me. Oh, that's cool. And my yeah. experience aligns with yours a little bit more. And but uh, but like when she gets into some of that, you know, southern stuff, and 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 and, and talking about it, it's like it's like me when I talk to Jenny. I, it's like yeah, friends <laughs> yeah. will be yeah. talking to me from another. Maybe this planet. is what we were going for, but yeah, maybe get better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, and are- anything like anything like uh, pop oriented or current event stuff, like she's like so into entertainment that kind of yeah. it, and I don't oh, yeah. I don't pay attention to any of it, and yeah. uh, so I just called her and said, you know, do you want to do this thing together, and I you know I think I told Netflix that you know I'm going through a real arduous process of trying to find the right person, but I just called her and was like, would you do it? She's like, yeah, I'll do it, <laughs> and then we just <laughs> and we just told them this is it, this is what we want it to be. Oh, it's a really fun show. I mean, yeah. it's, like so fun. it's also fun to hear like a lot. It's fun to hear like comics or friends. I ha- like just like you're, you're like, whenever somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to check. And you really let those segments breathe and you're good with them. And you're just oh, funny. Thanks. Great. Yeah. Really thanks. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, there's no ads on it. And we cool. want it to be very comedy, comedian friendly. Like we know what it's like to be on the shows that are not comedy friendly, you know, like <laughs> that they're just asking you the same stuff, you know, over and over and over again. And we just want it to be like, we want people to be happy to come over. Right. And, and you could tell, like, especially when people are, are making like the press rounds and, you know, they're just going from thing to thing. And right. then they, they just come on and they don't know what's happening yet. And then they see it's us. And they're like, you just see their shoulders just relax. Right. <laughs> they're like, oh, okay. Safe space. This is going to be fun. <laughs> no, it sounds like what I hear in a green room. I mean, right. honestly, that's the best way. Like, it's like, it's not an, inter- you know, you're talking to them about, you're all, you're both bringing your experiences to it. So I really love the show and I hope it, you know, I hope it 
Uh, I must be doing great, and I'm sure it's gonna yeah, be it's doing lot. really well. We just we we just re-upped for another year, so you'll at least have another year of it. Uh, <laughs> y'all, you, you, I mean, I have to say, y'all complement each other so well, and you're both so laid back. And like, I have to say, with Danny, what you were saying about letting something breathe and just yeah, you know, yeah, it's such. I mean, both of you are relaxed people. Which yeah, I think that's where the common ground comes in: is that yeah. we're both positive and we're pretty chill. Yeah, so it's like. We're not, we both are good. We're both trying to get to the brighter side of the street. Right. <laughs> well, like yeah. I, I had recently said, I don't know if you're like a sports fan or anything, yeah. but like Stephen A. Smith, yeah. you know, like his first take and he gets rid of Max Kellerman and first take that show is these two guys just going back Screaming and forth. Screaming at each other, shots. yeah. And apparently Stephen A. Smith didn't think that they had a good chemistry. So he gets Michael Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. In the first episode, I didn't even need to. I, it was muted, and I was looking. And Michael Irvin <laughs> looks like he's yeah. having an epileptic seizure. He's going insane, and I'm like, "Yeah, uh, I don't know that this is a good pairing." Yeah. Like, and I actually am having a panic attack just watching like, yeah. this exact thing. I know the noise. The no yeah, and it's just like inaudible screaming. Yeah. Like, I love listening to something where it's two laid back people <laughs> that are just like. <laughs> Like that's what I need to hear in order to not bless you, Dewey. My <laughs> like to not have a meltdown first thing in the morning. Oh, <laughs> there's enough noise out there. It's enough. Oh, it's really yeah. And it's, you're you're equally with not. There's no malice, but you're both equally amazed at what the other doesn't know. That's right. like a major, <laughs> if I had to describe the show in one thing, it's yeah. not like it's not like really you never heard of that, and then you don't know that. It's like, but it's not with malice. It's just like. Wow, we're operating in a world like, like yeah. it is one of those things in the Venn diagram. There's like it is you know, like it, we had it today. Laid, yeah, you're laid, you're laid back, and your kindness is the thing that. Yeah, and you're learning, you're learning something from each other. Yeah, you're like, fucking idiot, you don't know. That. She yeah. said today that she she doesn't like. We were talking about that horrible story with the with that girl that disappeared and that oh, yeah. boyfriend and the whole thing, and and she's like it. And it came up that a lot of young people, I guess, because they can't go like tour Europe after college, they're getting in vans and just touring the country. Yeah. And she was like, and she, I thought she was going to say that sounds unappealing because who wants to be in a van for all that time? And she was like, because those those national parks like <laughs> boring. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like the Grand Canyon and Bright. Yeah, I don't know. You know, sometimes, sometimes you don't even want to you don't want to get out of the car. I'm like, what are you? Your whole soul is enriched and it's just the greatest moving thing. He's like, oh, yeah. get me out of there. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's like you're the dad driving the family. No, clearly yeah. We're all going to the Grand Canyon, kids. Let's look put, at this big yeah. hole. Put down your phone and look out the goddamn window. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, and that's then true, she, though. The people are the young kids are just my friend, my best friend growing up. She's still my best friend, Emily Thompson. She has a business called Southwest Jeep Adventures in Moab, Utah. Oh, and wow. that apparently is this insane hotspot where she's like, I can hardly, she rents like plans trips for people. And then they take the, wow. the tricked out Jeep and they go do their thing. I was just there. Yeah, I, 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 I love it. I can't tell you how the many best. people went. And I'm like, Emily's going, holy shit, this place is like jumping. Because yeah, everyone's arches. like, you can't fly to Europe and you can't yeah. take a road trip and look at beautiful scenery. <laughs> well, last Thanksgiving, I went from Col I drove to Colorado. My mom was like there in a house with my sisters, and just a slow road back through arches and Moab and yeah. and Zion and yeah. and then all the Austria. Oh, I, mean, I, I was nothing more beautiful. That is yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, it's like it's heaven. Nope, she's just driving through. Got to get to Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> everyone else is like, "Tell me when they're there." This is horseshit. Arches. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that drives me crazy is that she's never seen The Shining. This what? Is... Oh. <laughs> Did you even do the thing where you repeated it back to her loudly? Like you've never seen The Shining. Usually that. And what's so crazy? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like anything Kubrick. I'm just insane about. And then, and then that she hasn't see, seen that. But it's that it's not only that she hasn't seen it, not interested, <laughs> not like there's no shame. There's no, oh, my yeah. God, everyone else has seen it. She's just like, yeah, I'm not into that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, oh, what? I have a personal victory with The Shining vis-a-vis -vis my kids. And it, like, it was about maybe like 
eight years ago. And I was like, you got to watch The Shining. They like they liked horror, scary movies. And I said, it's not yeah. And we start watching it. And there are things in it compared to the stuff that they can see now. You know, at the time, I see my daughters are 23. So it was like, you know, they were like 15 or something. And they were being a little bit like, we've seen scarier stuff than this. By right. the end, by the middle of the thing, both of my daughters were a little, were, were sitting much closer to me <laughs> with this. And I was like, I told you, it's psychologically scary, which is the most scary you can get. That's the and, worst. And, and, like, and, you were going to protect them. You were going to look out for yourself first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, because at first they were kind of like snarking about it. Right. And, you know, we've seen, I, yeah, I've seen, you know, people like, I've seen people had their genitals cut off and shoved in their eye. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. All the stuff I text you, exactly. Like, grew up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing worse than when you show them something that you thought was hilarious or something from your oh, past and they're, yeah. And they're and they're not into it, and ultimately they're right about it. Yeah. Well, comedy, when it doesn't hold up and you've pumped it up, that's the worst. The like, worst. We watch. Like, we watch Revenge of the Nerds with them. Oh. Two girls, by the way. And how and the fun rape? The fun rape scene at the end. Oh my God! The whole they thing. They like calling nine one one. Yeah. The they're like, why are you showing us this? What is wrong with you? There's date rape. There's. They're like taking videos in the locker rooms. They're like, the nerds are horrible people. Yeah, they're like, lambda, really... lambda, lambda, and Omega Moon. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Get on board yeah. with this shit. The joke was Lamar was really gay. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Even his javelin was limp. Remember that? That was like fun. Yeah. That's, that, that and uh, 16 Candles, when at the end oh. of the movie, he just oh. like, gives away his drunk yeah. girlfriend. His passed out girlfriend. He's like, hey, yeah. have a good time, bub. And long duck dong play. just running around in the background. Yeah, like Mickey Rooney and like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, they're, they're right. They're absolutely right. I well, apologize. Comedy <laughs> has an expiration date. I've had to come to know this. Like I can still appreciate a movie, how it made me feel back then. There yeah. are certain ones that will always, like Airplane always hold up for me. Yeah. And, you know, there are certain ones, but comedies, for me, it's always about surprise. And it's like, I remember watching Love and Death like 10 years ago, which I always thought was like my favorite funny movie. And it was at the time, I know, but all of those jokes now have been done so much. It's not like my brain can make, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. he did it first. It doesn't matter because I've heard him. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's it, almost it, it, like it needs more. The comedies that hold up have like a little more heart to them. Because you're yeah. not right. They're not playing for that like surprise laugh, like Heartbreak Kids, something like that, yes. where where you're, you're 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 experiencing on so many other levels. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. I had yeah. done um, and congrats, Brett Goldstein, who won a Emmy last night for Ted Lasso. But I had nice. done Brett's uh, podcast called Films You To Be Buried With. And he, he asked all these like every question oh. is a movie answer. Right. And and it was like, what movie can you just watch and it never gets old? Like, and Airplane's my favorite movie, but I said Beetlejuice was the one that I would watch <laughs> over and over. And he's like, why? And, I, and I, I never thought about it until it came out of my mouth. I was like, because every one of those people weren't actually bad people. They all thought they were doing the right thing. <laughs> right. Like, the family thought, this is where we want to live. We need to redo this. The dead <laughs> people thought, like, hey, no, they need to get the fuck out. Right. I don't know, maybe Beetlejuice thought. <laughs> like, he was doing his thing. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, movies with heart. Yeah, it was like, oh, is this a movie with heart? Did I just like come up with this all on my own? But that was something I was like, yeah, that, but that movie holds up today, I will say. Yeah. Beetle yeah. Dan, do you have a comedy? Danny, do you have a comedy that that would hold up today? I mean, I, I think Airplane, you know, honestly, Airplane. Does. I did show them Young Frankenstein, which yeah. I think is, there is, there's, there is something special about that movie. You know, yeah. you know, and I think just it's the power of Gene Wilder in a lot yeah. of ways. A hundred percent. Yeah, but just the direction and the way he's doing that. And it's pretty damn funny. I mean, it's like there, mm -hmm. there are certain groaner moments. They were probably groaner at the time, but I didn't know that. But but yeah, for the most part, it's pretty compelling. Oh, and and I mean, you know, Madeline Kahn's performance in that, you know, when just Taffeta Darling, I, I just like. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I had a I had a I was doing a pilot with with uh, this writer and we were pretty late in the process. Like we were going we were about to shoot 
and I found out that the uh, <laughs> the showrunner let it be known over lunch that he didn't get Young Frankenstein. And I was, I just started sweating immediately. I was like, how are we making a comedy together if you don't, what? I don't, <laughs> I like no. had to go out, sit in my car alone for a while and like contemplate, do we go forward or do I just pull the plug? What is happening? Do I stab do you- him in the neck? What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> yeah, right, no. exactly. No, these are litmus test movies. I mean, I like I. It's like I, every time, every now and then, I'll see a movie and I think I think like, oh, this is going to be a litmus test movie because if you like it, I'm going to judge you, or if you don't like it, I'm going to judge you. Like the last one, I think was um, the Joker. I thought like if you like the Joker, I care. It's just a litmus test movie. We're going to have so many disagreements <laughs> going down the road. Like, it's just like I know. It may not be at first, but one day we're going to come at crossroads right. and the Joker is going to play into it. And I'm going to be like, well, you fucking like the Joker. And, <laughs> right. and so, so, uh, so, yeah, I know. You're like, Schindler's List is the funniest movie. Fuck you. You always said. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I always said Schindler's List was, my only issue with it was it felt one-sided a little bit. Um, <laughs> Like, Very heavy-handed. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Let me ask you all this. But so, Tom, you showed *Revenge of the Nerds* to your daughter. What else have you shown that mm. did not work? *Revenge of the Nerds*, *16 Candles*, uh-huh. *Deep Throat*. Uh, uh, *Deep Throat*. <laughs> let me think. There was, there was, there was one. Oh, you know what was? Um, well, my one, my one daughter just. If it's anything that's black and white, it's just like the, there's no discussion. Like she just can't, I'm kind just of can't do it. Yeah. You are, and <laughs> a little bit. and you know, it's a wonderful life, is in black and white, and not so wonderful. And me. she loves Christmas so much, and I love Christmas, the holidays, and we, no. and then and then to to split on that, it's is hard. Weird. It's so hard. It's I'm like really, it's Don't really hard. It? I know, I know, I. I did get my kid because I had the weird advantage of like, I had gone 37 years of my life without seeing It's a Wonderful Life. 37. And so, and my wife at the time, she also had gone 37 years without seeing And one, we said, well, let's, we should watch this. And we were like, this is the most beautiful movie in the world. So we were <laughs> in a project with that. And I really felt bad, like for my kids. I did get them, I did get my son. He's a real cinephile. So, and he's 20. So I was lucky with him. And actually, my daughter, one of my daughters is too, to watch Dr. Strange Love, speaking of Kubrick, yeah. which is in black and white. And that movie still holds up. That movie is oh, so yeah. wild. And, and like, I, I discovered that was the, that was the number one movie the week I was born. So, and I, oh, have a, wow. and I have a special. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Also, like with It's a Wonderful Life to get your daughters back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christmas, I love Christmas, but it's supposed to be bright and colorful. And you're supposed yeah. to look and see like the tree and everything. And so when it's in black and white, it does. <laughs> oh. It kind of steals that from you. But it's also a dark yeah. fucking movie. I was not surprised yeah. for how dark it was. Before he goes to that bridge, he's practically beating the shit out of his semi- um, simple-minded uncle. It's like, <laughs> it's just so sad. It is. But that's like, why it's so lofty, because you went so dark. I love the, I love this SNL, re, like they did with a scene that happened after. It's like, when the they're Dana singing. Carvey. Yeah, and it's like singing. It's like, and it's like, and they go, oh, like, where's Potter? Let's get him. And they, yeah, right. The whole town goes and beats him. Love yeah. it. Pulls him out of the chair. <laughs> Everyone should realize that's actually more yeah. accurate for Christmas than yeah. happy-go-lucky. Yeah. I mean, ask anyone when yeah. they come back from visiting a family from Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> family from Christmas. You're like, I'm gonna, I've, I have flown a million times on December 26th. Wow. At like 6 a.m. leaving Houston. And I'm telling you, everyone on the flight looks like defeated. Oh, really? And relieved. And like, it's like the end of Argo. The plane goes up. People like, because they're finally going back home. It's like, <laughs> who, who takes a 6 a.m. flight on December 26th? Yeah, like, get me the hell out of here. Of <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but this oh. feels like a perfect time to just take a quick break and take uh, stock of the beautiful, I, they're, to me, they're heroes, every single one of them yeah. who sponsor the Doing It podcast. And we'll be right back after this, can we call it Doing It Minute? 
what you just did. I like it. It's a do in a minute. <laughs> do in a minute. We'll be right back. <laughs> all right. Doing it nation. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting for football and basketball this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at bet online. Always your continued source for sports wagering information. Bet online features live betting, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf games and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50, that is CLNS50, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. We are back and better than ever doing it, Nation. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back. On to start another football season, which is my favorite season. It is. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. By the way, this is my uh, sports voice. How is it? Pretty good, I right? I like it. I feel like that's, I'm wearing shoulder pads. That's good. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Doing it. And we're back with the great Tom Papa. Tom, you were talking about like working with a show, working with showrunners and all that. And like you and I met on your show. Um, that you had on uh, NBC briefly. And that's, you're, it's such a vulnerable time. The one story I tell from that show though, and it's so telling with networks was like, we'd had Steve Carell join the cast. And I remember I was with Greg and you, and we were getting from the network and, we, and in the, they were saying, no, we have great confidence in the show. We're really happy about it. And it's like, it's going well. And then that night, Steve Carell was announced as, getting the office yeah like both of those things can't be true (laughs) and it was like how did you literally just i'll never i i I that was insane i'm not going to mention the executive's name but i have brought this up to her like when she's told me something in the past and i and i will say i sat in a room (laughs) oh tom papa that everything's great nothing's going to change and Hours later, announced that you were taking the number two actor on the show and you were going to put him on the office. I was like, uh, I brought that up. Like, I, just so you know, on your behalf, I have never let that go. Thank you. That's that, that's good to hear. It was. <laughs> it, it was. We didn't even want him on the show. Was the I crazy remember. part? It had nothing to do with him. Yeah. And then, and then the new executive came in when Kevin yeah. Riley came in, and he's like we've got to deal with this guy and he's great. And we were like, he's great. The new president likes it. All right, let's keep it going. We'll put him in it. Now all of a sudden I'm working like in a newspaper. And it was like, it was all weird. And he was the boss of the newspaper. And it was, it was an audition for the office. That's all it was. It was like, it was like <laughs> you were the minor leagues. And it was right. funny because I was under a deal. So I would come in like two days a week to help on that show. And I used to joke with Greg, the guy who you were doing it with, I used to joke like how much the show would change every time I'd come. It was like, it, 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 it was like the sliding doors. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was crazy. And I, rem- the mill on that. I, I remember, I, I remember you, I remember, I, I, I remember, you you only came in a couple days a week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two yeah. or three days a week, yeah. And I was like, I was like, if well, in my mind, I'd never had a show before. I was just I doing stand-up in New York, and they came and got me off of Conan. That's literally how it happened. And and now I'm, we're out there, and we're doing the show. And first, they gave us like a mid-season, and that was with, with uh, Jeff Zucker. And then 
almost on the air. And then they pushed it to like in the mid season, in the yep. summer and the whole, anyway, anything that could happen just yeah. happened. And I remember when, it, when all the shit went down, it was obvious, like we were kind of screwed. I realized, cause you were like, you were very nice. You were like, I, sorry, man, I, you know, it's, it sucks. And then you had to go into your office to take notes on a script that you were working on. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I should be a writer. <laughs> it was like, sorry, man, but I got to go work on this other show right down the Where hall. Everything blew up in your face, Tom, but let me go back to this other thing that I'll win Emmys for. <laughs> well, I, I have had this feeling also, though, for actors. And I, I noticed it, I was a, it was an empathy that was developed as I became more friends with people up, you know, in front of the camera. But it's like, it's your face. It's like, you know, I've been around so many writers who are not my face. I've been a lot of great writers who are wonderful people. I've been around writers who are like, it's fine. Just go out and do it. It's like, no, it's like no one knows what you look like. Like this guy's name is literally on the show. And so you're just saying it's fine. Right. Like I had like, I have just too much like, it hurts my soul when <laughs> I, I, I've literally said in rooms that I wasn't running. You cannot send him out there with this joke. <laughs> it's literally they're literally like the guy who's in the passenger seat who just yeah. wants to get out of the car and tells the guy driving the car. Yeah, they won't tell you. You're good here. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> that. And then walks out <laughs> and then walks out. No, if they do tow, I'll just get a cab. I don't I'm not going to. Oh, my God. It's so when I was a TV news producer, I remember one time, like the the, I wrote what the anchor said. I'm sitting there in the stu- you know, like in the booth, and the teleprompter glitches, and the two anchors are just like, <laughs> and I remember going, that God, that must be embarrassing for them. <laughs> like, everything they're saying is my words, but it was the teleprompter. I was like, God, that. Wow, yeah. <laughs> how humiliating for the two. They look so stupid just <laughs> yeah, to expose that they have nothing to say. Right, but you're like, oh, that's right. They're on billboards on I-59. And like, everyone is looking at them, not me. And I'm, you know. The only time I got mad at Danny was when we were in the room. <laughs> we were in the room trying to fix something, trying to work on something. And he took his shoes off and he put his feet up on the on the table. And I'll he was, cor- he was, cor- I hate feet to begin with. Yeah. And he was just, and he went on for so long about how beautiful and soft his feet were, that <laughs> they're baby feet. No, and he I was just kind of, my feet. Yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, I can't, you're killing, I'm going to have to leave. I'm going to, I'm going to have to leave. And he would not back down. He was just like, no, but they're really soft. Yeah, they're really soft. They That's are. how Danny and I met. He wouldn't shut up about his feet. I have a foot fetish, but only for my own feet. Like, I have no interest in anybody else's feet. How did you meet? We met through Twitter. It's yeah, like an old fashioned love story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, you're uh, both super funny at it. Yo, thanks. Oh, thank you. I remember Go Jenny. On. I remember you commented once because I was I I just became like a fan of I, I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter. I just kept laughing and commenting on everything that you were doing. And at one point, you said something like, "Apparently, Tom Papa thinks I'm a famous comedian." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something. <laughs> I'm well, always I mean, blown away when someone, because I'm a fan of yours. Like, so anytime somebody's like, that's really funny, I'm like, wow, you think I'm someone else. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, Kenny Johnson's I, common name. Maybe it's like you thought it was somebody else. No, you're both so funny. <laughs> no, when I, I had a little like lump in my throat when Judy Bloom riffed with me. It's like, Judy, are you there, yeah. Judy? It's me, Danny. <laughs> oh you know? my God. Yeah, that was, that was like, for me, that was like, yeah. But that was the one. Yeah. Funny. Did y'all did y'all keep going? DM? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I still had questions about my period, so it worked out. <laughs> um, that book was illuminating. Um, really well, what time? Yeah, we're ready for our. Um, is this the time we go to our um our special segment? Our special segment. It's the wow. segment where we. This is where we do the recommendations of things we're watching. We're always curious to get some new recommendations of things you've watched. It could be old stuff. Books you're reading, 
movies you've seen, whatever. I mean, it's like we already know that you love Revenge of the Nerds, 16 Candles. That's what you based your life on. That's, yeah. yeah. I yeah. watch them every <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. And the Entourage movies. So, so yeah. what, but what else besides those? Uh, I know I'm late to the party, but um, what we do in the shadows. Oh, Danny just got a big fucking boner right now. Literally. He, he loves it. I love it too. But Danny's, look at him. Look you at go, him. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had no idea about it. Fortune. Fortune told me to watch it. And it's so good. It's so fun. Once I saw the energy vampire, I was like, all right, this is it. I'm, I'm in. And I'm and I'm not that great with I'm just busy, so I don't get to watch that much stuff. So it's going to last me a while. Like I'll get <laughs> I'll come in for like three or four. Then I won't see it for a couple of weeks. So it's sure. lasting. And I just had uh, I just had. um. Oh, uh, oh, what am I spacing on her name? Gravity Falls, Bob's Burgers. Kristen, uh, Kristen Shaw. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's, she's in the new se- she's in the new season. Yeah. And uh, like oh. which I'll catch probably next year. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that's one of those shows that really does just keep getting better. It's like a comedy that's on an upward tree and it started right. great. And it's just right. been they really have fleshed out these characters and <laughs> and allowing them to do more stuff. Flash is funny with it. That, like, yeah, Guillermo is on the radio show too. He's so oh, I love good. <laughs> He's I so love good. <laughs> Did you see so the good. movie, the original movie? Loved I haven't it. seen that. Oh, I'm, I'm envious that you haven't seen it yet because it's oh it's, really yeah because it's its own thing. It's uh-huh. like it really does exist as its own thing and right. It's, brilliant because it, off of that the reason why you want to see that is there's another show i'll just go back into it because i just watched it again i'll go yeah. I'll, I'll transition was but is uh two characters in the original move in the movie are like the cops who are investigating the vampires mm-hmm. and they just have a, now a show that's been in new zealand it's a new zealand show called wellington paranormal mm-hmm. and it's and it's jermaine clement who does that one too i mean he, he's the writer and creator of it and it's so funny and good and subtle (laughs) but that one's on hbo max hbo max that was yeah oh okay that is so good it's really really funny yeah yeah there's that thing there's that thing with those small casts where they just it's like the schitt's creek thing where those characters get so dialed in that you could just keep tagging those jokes and get you through 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You put you, you see a situation and you have a character that's about to walk in the situation. You're already laughing because you become so familiar with them. You know, oh, this is how yeah. I, I love that. It's so great. Um, I had just seen on Netflix. So there's there's a few seasons out. There's about to be a third one. But the movies, movies that made us. Have you uh-huh. seen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I I'd watched a few weeks back, like I think it was like Jurassic Park or something. But I watched the Back to the Future one. Oh, I saw the Jurassic Park one on your recommendation, but I didn't see the Back to the Future. The Back to the Future one is worth the watch because there's so I love Back to the Future. Just yeah. I could watch that, and it's one of those movies that if you're flipping through the channels, it's on. Yeah. Oh, but only the third one, right? Where they go to the Wild West. Right. <laughs> I mean, the good one. Yeah. And the second one, when uh, Ford probes were flying around, because they don't even fucking drive around. I had one in high school, promise you. That thing. Puked an engine when I was driving to College Station, Texas. Oh. Not a car built to last. But oh, that would be cool. Yeah. What'd you say? No, I said that would be cool. I'm going to watch oh, that. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, but the, the Back to Future episode, there was so much shit I didn't know that, you know, like Eric Stoltz was cast and shot like didn't you shoot the whole movie basically for six weeks (laughs) all the footage of him like there you see you know crispin glover eating and then you know that scene where michael j fox like looks around the corner and he looks all freaked out yeah they're eric Stoltz. they showed it no (laughs) (laughs) the whole thing with the you know the flames going between they're like yeah shot the whole thing oh my god bob is was bob gale and zemeckis the, the bobs that yeah. wrote this and they had like written and shot like tanked like here's our first movie didn't do well spielberg's behind it another one doesn't do well whatever but of course it's hollywood yeah white, white guys they kept getting that chance <laughs> they kept doing it but they tell this story that's so funny to me that 
Sid Scheinberg or somebody that was like at you, Universal. You said, you sound very anti-Semitic right now. I just want to point that out, but keep You going. always say that, and you yeah. know it's true. <laughs> yeah. But he wanted, he like sends this fax or something that says, everything looks great, but we want, I want the movie to be called The Spaceman from Pluto. What? Oh my God. <laughs> and you, it, it, it's so funny. Everyone's faces were like, oh. like, what are what we are you doing? doing to us? What? Yeah. And one of the guys goes, I, I got it. And just goes, hey, thanks for the laugh. Everyone was roaring. That was a great joke. <laughs> and oh, they never cool. heard another thing back. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. The, the spaceman from Pluto, though. But, <laughs> you ever heard the Mulaney bit of the pitch of Back to the Future? No. No. Oh, I recommend. It's on. I'll find it. They, they, somebody actually animated the John Mulaney thing about pitching the movie uh -huh. and um and, and and everything that was involved in and, and he just it's just a brilliantly crafted well-written sleeping with his mom yes yeah yeah no, he's with his mom. so it's back to the past no the future yeah. but you go to the past i know it's back to the future <laughs> Say, wait, wait. yeah i never even i i know what bit you're talking about i never even thought about how that's worded it's just when it's a yeah. title you're like yeah back to the future about yeah back to the that makes yeah oh and, and you know and, they had the label maker too on the, the and then we're gonna say about. that a white guy created rock and roll <laughs> created <laughs> Barry's music Chuck <laughs> i love it it was like old. do it <laughs> um yeah, well, I've been, you know, I've I've been very obsessed with what we do in the shadows. Um, nice. This last, all I'll say about the last week's episode was there is something incredibly funny about hearing Nandor talk about the Big Bang Theory and the many <laughs> characters on it. If you haven't seen it; it's very worthwhile. Um, oh, it's, did everyone, by the way, watch the Emmys? Danny, I know you did. Oh, let's talk about the Emmys. Yeah, I did watched you watch the, the Emmys, Tom. No. You didn't have any fever. No. You're like not nominated. <laughs> not, next. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, my, I, I don't really like the award shows all that much, but it might all change if I'm ever nominated. Is it just me, or did the <laughs> award shows used to be just I don't know a little more exciting when I used to win? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> some of the glamour was missing. Definitely. I think I just read glamour. about that in Deadline. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little bit more. <laughs> They just a little more zhuzh. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, when you could jump on stage and hug Sophia Vergara. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, no, but it was fun. And I don't know, some of the luster just. Yeah. Cares. That's a big, like, yawn. It doesn't seem as important anymore. It yeah. doesn't at all. It doesn't <laughs> at all. Are these even shows? That should be a job, yeah, I mean, not a comedy. Right. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it was, I, I was, I was, I was so happy that, um, I am trying to destroy you. She got because I love that. Did you see? I'm trying to destroy you with Michaela Nicole. Yeah, it's. I love that show, and it's brilliantly written. And she was great in chewing gum, so I was happy she won. I wish the director of um, the Queen's Gambit. Uh, Queen's Gambit was more arrogant and talked longer. Yeah, yeah. The oh, director's really? Gambit was a big womp womp. Oh, it was amazing. What would he do? He just kept well, going. Oh, Tom, he's a director. And so you, all I could do is imagine being on set and oh, him God. being the director because he was, the music comes on and he's like, hey, 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 knock it off. He was treating it like he had just, like Debbie Allen, who won a Lifetime Achievement Award, yeah. didn't do this, was spoke for yeah. this long. He gets up and it's like, this whole room is here to see me, the mm -hmm. winner of the director for limited series <laughs> or movie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> A movie about a that was fantastic. It was well directed that episode. All yeah, it's beautiful. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Amazing. yeah it's like man, you're, you're ruining the series. What you're was he talking? What was his? What was his, the thrust? Ostensibly, was it? he was thanking people or doing and talking about it, but he was so pontificating. You just saw he Ugh. like they tried to play him off three times, and he kept getting more nasty and more. Uh, and it was just like, oh my god, it was. <laughs> It was. I have to find somebody that I know, and I, now I'm drawing a blank. Took a video that was at the Emmys, it, like to the teleprompter where it's a bright red going, stop, stop. Oh, really? Stop, and then pans to him, and he's still fucking rolling. He's just oh, still God. talking, still thanking people. And oh, I grew up God. here, and everyone's like, no one's here. Like, 
It's a movie about a drugged out girl playing chess. I mean, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I and I, I, I like how what a good time Conan was having. I thought that was fun. Oh yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you hear about this? Tom? No, no. Oh, that Conan like first off would was it the president or something the president of the academy gets up he right. starts he stands up and starts clapping he never sits down through the thing he's basically like <laughs> this and, and you know he's seven feet tall so he's like in and the audience at one point they're not even showing Conan, but you know he's still doing it because the audience keeps turning to him. <laughs> then we're going uh, no one told Bear wins for writing and stuff like that. He gets on stage behind with some of the writers and we did it. Like he was like, he's, he, he just stood on stage and it was like, on stage. Yeah, we did it. It was very, that's was, great. It was a guy who's like, I'm out of here now. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Right. It, felt, it, it was that thing we all kind of want to do a little bit. That's <laughs> right. when you know you have fuck you money. No. Yeah, right. That's, exactly. That's like if you look that up, it's just going to be a picture of Conan standing behind Colbert. <laughs> That's great. We did it. That was. But my... again, not as fun as the Danny days. No, no, no nothing will ever. There's just be something fun. more. I don't know. Just do you remember the like you know like I don't know. It was like a big room and they'd have the dance number and then I'd win. It yeah, like, oh, it's exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> um, anyway, Tom. Fucking yes. love you. So glad you were on the show. Thanks yeah. for having me. This is um, so much fun. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, TomPapa.com. That's where everything is. My tour and the shows and the books and all the rest of it. And the merch. Nudes. Is there merch? Is there tasteful nudes? Yeah, and tasteful nudes. And uh, yeah, a hat or two. <laughs> yeah, okay. get, get a, hat, a hat or two <laughs> come on come on in get yourself a book and maybe a hat, <laughs> maybe a hat. <laughs> make yourself at home everybody papa. yeah stay a little while yeah. <laughs> off the code papa <laughs> and um, i'll have you on my podcast and then you'll get uh bread my podcast comes with bread oh I'm in. Yeah. This body doesn't happen by staying away from carbs. So I am <laughs> absolutely there. Enjoy not, your life. Not at all. <laughs> Thanks again, man. All really right. appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Thank I'll see you, you soon. Thank you, Jenny. All right.